Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today I've got a different guest with me today. It's Andrew Kegel of Hut8 Mining. Thanks very much for being on the show, mate. Appreciate it. With pleasure. Thank you. Look, Andrew, if you could tell the viewers and the listeners a bit about what you do. We haven't had a guest on who's from the mining background, so I'm pretty fascinated as to how we got there. But sure. tell us what you do. Yeah, well, let me go back to uh, how Hut8 started. So I was an investment banker for over 20 years uh, out of Toronto. And I was one of the guys that started at my previous firm, uh, the Blockchain Group. And in that group, helped raise close to a billion dollars of equity for different blockchain companies that were looking for for fiat currency. And uh, one evening I was sitting around with some clients and we were having sort of some thoughts and said, wouldn't it be great if there was a way for people to have access to Bitcoin in a public company? So the level of sophistication required for most people to go out and create a hot wallet, wire money to, you know, Gibraltar or wherever, understand how to store it and and buy the, the currency is a lot of steps. Yes. We thought, and you don't get a statement every month. It's literally just sitting out there somewhere. Yep. So we thought, wouldn't it be amazing if we had this public vehicle that you could invest in that gave you exposure to Bitcoin and you could buy it, you can sell it, you can put it in your kids' school accounts, you can put it in your retirement account and, and have that there. So we thought about that and, and that's how we created Hut 8. Okay. Yeah. So you're a PLC? Listed company? We are a publicly listed company in Canada, moving as well into the US, will be uh, OTC QX listed uh, by the end of the month. Excellent. And, and when did all this start? This started about seven months ago. So, okay. So yeah. like a lot in this space, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it feels like we've been around for years and years and years and years and years, even if we haven't in this space. And tell us a bit about the operation, like size, what your objectives are, and what you're giving yeah. to the investors. So right now, we would be probably amongst one of the, the larger miners in the world. Uh, our market cap is close to 400 million. And um, we have operations in Alberta, Canada. Mm-hmm. So currently, uh, we, we struck a deal with a company called Bitfury. Bitfury yes. is the second largest uh, chip, ASIC chip manufacturer for Bitcoin mining in the world, as well as a whole bunch of other things that they do in the blockchain space. So they uh, own 44% of HUD-8. Yep. Uh, they are our strategic partner, and we have an exclusive arrangement with them for North America. So what we buy from them are these block boxes. They're uh, marine containers, 40 foot wide, and we drop them in fields uh, where there's access to cheap electricity. Yes. Uh, Alberta, Canada, there's a lot of uh, available uh, natural gas there yes. that they can't sell elsewhere. And so we are uh, taking that and using their electricity. So currently we've got 17 of these data centers. Uh, it's just under 20 megawatts. Yep. And we're constructing uh, another 48 megawatts in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Wow. So we will... Um, be electrified to just under 70 megawatts, which is massive uh, by uh, September of this year. And this is all being phased. Currently, we are mining. So we mine about 10 Bitcoin a day right now. Once we sort of move and and scale our operations at peak, we'll probably be doing 40 to 50 Bitcoin a day. And we mark that as revenue every day. So we'll be doing, call it, you know, four to 500,000 revenue on a daily basis, 365 days a year. our cost of mining uh, is about $2,000 a coin. Hey. So our margins are very good. Good? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's, wow. it's, it's a good business. Yeah, absolutely. And look, with, with the tokens, I, I overheard a brief conversation and before the elevator, you're not looking to sell these, you're looking to hold these. So yes. you're a believer in the technology. So obviously Bitcoin's 
it's probably sitting at about 8,000-ish uh, yeah. as, as we speak right now. Um, the future of Bitcoin, I mean, you must need to have a pretty strong opinion uh, and some pretty good think tanks behind you because your business is completely evolving around that asset class and its mm-hmm. future. So what makes you believe so strongly in Bitcoin itself? Because we do see Bitcoin cash and there's conversations about yeah. that and Bitcoin and all sorts of different things. Why Bitcoin? Yeah, so, you know, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency. It's it's the, the godfather of the cryptocurrencies. Mm. and. I love the story of when it was developed back in, in October 2008 and started trading in you know, January 2009. And it was really an anti-establishment. This was a, yeah. a you know, a middle, this was a middle finger to government yeah. Yeah. and banks to say, don't trust you, we don't think you're legitimate. So we're creating our own system to interact with each other yeah. that's validated by others. So I, I just, I think that's a very powerful thing and it's more powerful to people who are in places like Africa, where your currency devalues by 50% a day, or places like you know Latvia or the Ukraine, where the you know the threat of a Russian invasion is has happened real. and they, yeah. it's real and they take things away from you. So, um, I really believe that as a storage of value, a digital gold, Bitcoin is really it, and it's the largest blockchain. It's the safest blockchain, and if people are going to use it for that storage of value, they will use that. I don't want to be a, a company that's chasing the coin of the month. So, you know, yeah. like Bitcoin Cash was really hot and then it's Monero and then it's Litecoin and, you know, there's Ethereum. I'd rather just say, look, this is, you know, Bitcoin is really the, the entryway, the gateway coin uh, into the crypto space. And uh, we're going to stick to that. Well, look, I think it's really, really apt to say that because, I mean, I think what a lot of people fail to do, not just in the trading or investing in cryptocurrency, but in business in general, is they try and do everything. Uh, I've always found that people that I've spoken to over the years, whether they be mentors or on the show or whatnot, people that sort of focus in what they're good at. You know, I'm, I'm good at things. I'm very bad at lots of things. I focus on what I'm good at and have the other people take care of the stuff I'm not so good at. Exactly. Now, from, from your point of view, I mean, we're, I, I'm not a huge understander of how mining works completely. I'll be honest, I'm not a tech guy. I know yeah. that you're not quite as techy as some of the other people that are downstairs right now. But I mean, I, I do understand that the cost of electricity is important. Obviously, you yes. told us how much it is per Bitcoin. I also understand there's a quite a bit around the... Um... Sorry. <laughs> Let me just put this... Sorry. That's okay. Uh, what was that? Um, I'm good to go again? Yeah, I'm just leaving it rolling. Yeah, yeah, go. So look, I'm not really the biggest tech guy, so I don't know all about tech and I don't talk about tech because it's not something that, that I yeah. truly know and understand. A lot of people downstairs will talk a lot more about all the gobbledygook in my world that I just don't get, right? Uh, one thing I do understand though is that obviously you said that you're about $2,000 per coin uh, yes. to mine. Um, I understand that electricity is a big cost and also the heat, uh, keeping the, the things cool, right? I mean, is that why you choose in Alberta, Canada? That's a pretty cold spot, right? Um, so it, it's... It actually gets very hot there in the summer, extremely hot and humid, like over 30 degrees. Uh-huh. So um, it's, we primarily choose it because of the, the, the government there is very open to cryptocurrency That's and nice. the cost of electricity. Okay. Weather is, to me, it's more about, it's not about air conditioning, it's more about air management. And oh. so our block boxes are air-cooled. We space them fairly far apart, and so they can cool themselves off. So that's what it is. Okay, that's yeah. that's what I wasn't clear on, whether it was the temperature, because I know people in Russia do all those people in Iceland, a lot of people in yeah. Iceland, but there's parts of China as well. Yeah. Obviously, cheap electricity is what you need. Yeah, it, cheap, I mean, 
Yeah, it's the air management. Certainly, cooler weather is better. Yep. Um, but in terms of the technology we're using, it's not the you know main requirement. So it's cheap electricity, government. Yep, supportive government. Supportive of it, so yes. you're not going to get booted off and have to pick up your operation and take off. Yes. And lose your half a million dollars a day once you're up at full capacity, because uh, that would be very, very painful, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and look, with uh, your publicly listed company, do you pay a dividend to your investors? We don't right now. Um, I think as we continue to develop our inventory of Bitcoin, we would consider a special distribution or a share buyback. Yep. Um, but I think we want to be a proxy for. Bitcoin, again, as I said at the beginning, instead of going out and through all the steps of buying Bitcoin, you can buy your public company instead. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the, my view right now is to hold all the Bitcoin. Well, I think it's a really awesome thing that you're doing because at the end of the day, there are a lot of people out there that want exposure to cryptocurrency, don't really know how. And I think yep. mining's it's probably the path of least resistance, not not to set it up yourself. Right. If, if, no. if, if Johnny in the street wants to get into Bitcoin, I would say it's much easier to go and buy Bitcoin than it is to set up a mining rig, right? Yeah. However... Um, most people don't want to do either. So you're giving people the opportunity to have access to this industry. Mm -hmm. And mining, you can kind of say, well, we make the Bitcoins. We, yes. we, we, get, we help to make the system work. It's not the most difficult thing to understand, which I think it have a big inflow of investment. This whole show is about giving people an understanding for not just Bitcoin, but the crypto asset space. And uh, I think what you're doing is, is really, really positive. What's the, what's the outlook? I mean, obviously you've got your business going, you're growing at a fast rate of knots. We know your target of 50 Bitcoin a day, which is astronomical, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. stoked for you with that. Um, but where where do you see, I, mean, I don't want to sort of be the, where, are you, where where's Bitcoin going to be in six weeks type thing, but right. do you have a forecast for that so that you can actually run your business to a, a relative understanding of numbers? Yeah, so I don't want to get highly technical here, but what we did is we ran a regression analysis of the Bitcoin price to the difficulty. Yeah. And we wanted to see what, you know, what did that regression analysis come out with? And what we found is that the, the hash rate and the price have about a 0.5 correlation over the last three years. The current hash rate is about 30000 That would imply a Bitcoin price of $15,000. In my view, um, if the price of Bitcoin is trading above where the regression analysis says, that's a time to sell. Yep. And if it's below, that's a time to hold. Why? Because people will act in an economically rational fashion. And at this price, it doesn't make sense for most miners to be in business unless the price goes up or the difficulty comes down. Yeah. Um, so that's how I look at it. So if I was, if someone was to ask me, you know, where should the price of Bitcoin be? I'd just say, well, let's look at the, the analysis. And in, in the past, if we revert back to the mean, it should be at about 15,000. So you're saying right now that in your model, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to say your words, but you're saying that we are undervalued at the current price that we're sitting at now. Relative to the difficulty. Relative to the difficulty. Because right. the... Make that very clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, relative to the difficulty. It's not a price projection, but based on the amount of people mining out there and, and the price and what's happened in the past, the regression analysis would suggest a price of $15,000 instead of the sort of 8200 where we're trading now. One of the other things I find really interesting is that uh, with mining, I've got a couple of mates that are doing that, small rigs that, is, that have set up, and they're, they're doing quite well. They're mining Ethereum. Um, and of course, you're, I know your reasons for mining Bitcoin. I understand that. The, a lot of the people are saying that you know, you've got to stay a step ahead of the chip makers. Now, is this the main reason why you've partnered? You've basically come in and said, look, you make the chips, keep us up to date and relevant, mm -hmm. and we'll run those chips the best profitable way we possibly can. Is that sort of the relationship you're working on there? Yeah, it's actually even beyond that. We went to them and said, let's eliminate the, the chip risk and team up with you know one of the main players in the world. 
we actually pay them to manage and monitor the boxes for us too. Right. So it's a full turnkey solution. Yep. We pay them a, a fee per month based on the cost of the electricity, the maintenance, the security. They monitor everything remotely for us. Um, so we've eliminated all the, the risk. And, and the Bit for your guys have been in business now for eight years. Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's a large, well-known company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we said let's eliminate all the possible risks we have here with respect to the technology. So we're not even running it ourselves. Um, we buy it. We went to the best guys in the world and said, "You do it for us." Jeez, I'm in the wrong business by the sound of it, guys. Hey, listen, I want to wrap this up. Where yeah. do people find more information about you? And then I got one more question for you at the end. Okay. Uh, well, you can go to hutteatmining.com. Is our website? Yep. We are launching a new website in June, so you can look for that. Uh, and uh, our corporate presentation is on there as well for people to download. Excellent. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of interest from this, mate, because Hope it's so. a topic I haven't covered and it's one that seems, I mean, I'm interested. It's, it's, it's amazing. Now, the last question I've got for you is this. I ask every single guest, every single time I interview yeah. somebody, we see blockchain and the internet being compared together quite a lot. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's a technology uh, revolution, so to speak. Um, are we at 1993 or the year 2000? Whereabouts in that scale of the dawn of the yeah. internet, do you think we are with blockchain now? Uh, I would say we are in 96. 96? Yes. Okay, you heard it. 96 there. Angie from uh, Hut 8 Mining, thank yes. you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. A pleasure. Time. Thank you very much. Good on thank you. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters.